0: Welcome to episode 164 of the Muck Podcast, a member of the Odd Pods Media Network. Listen in as we discuss the dark and sometimes weird true stories in American politics. I'm Tina Jaramillo. And I'm Hillary Doherty. Hi.
1: Oh, happy yeah. birthday, Hillary. Oh, my dress is having a month. <laughs> My dress is having a month.
0: Don't you love this dress so we much? love
1: the dress. Go to our YouTube and see my
0: birthday dress. Yes. And, and the, the birthday the wig. And there's a the back. And a birthday crown. And a birthday wig. And <laughs> a birthday crown. And a
1: birthday balloon. choker. <laughs> oh, oh. oh. And yes, we, t- you know, all I, I opened the door. Tina had this in front of her face. <laughs> so we should name this guy. What should we name him? He's our third, he's oh, our he's co-host so today. He's so cute. He's hey. adorable. Look at you. Hmm. I don't know. I don't
0: Did you know, go on know. strike
1: in space?
0: Ooh, <laughs> he went on strike. <laughs> I just, back. I mean, the only thing I think of is Major Tom because, you know. Yes. Well, I told you the
1: first thing I thought of was Phoebe Bridgers <gasps> oh. who performed on Jimmy Kimmel in a, sp- or no, Jimmy Fallon in a spacesuit. <gasps> no, Jimmy Kimmel? I don't fucking know. Who cares? Who cares? It's Phoebe. She looked hot. Oh, let's course, call him Bridgers. And I immediately went out and, <gasps> Bridgers! Oh
0: my God! <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> we love you, Oh, for oh, We sweet love you. baby. you babies. We love Okay, little tickle, shiny. tickle, tickle, tickle. Little shiny
1: hands. Hey. <laughs> I'd put my hands lower, but we're not an X-rated show. We are not. Well, we kind
0: of are. I mean, right? we might be a little explicit. You know what I mean? With the language, language, darling. Do you want to help me your present? Ooh! <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> okay, I'm so excited. So my birthday,
1: this comes out the first. My birthday is in five days, but still, we're doing it a little well, early. Well, yeah, a couple days
0: before, because oh before my gosh, is better than, than this after, dessert, right? Bro. Because after is after. No, and before this you're is still like excited. This
1: is good. This is good.
0: Look at okay. this huge bag, Tina. <laughs> t- you always do uh, too much. No, I don't. I don't. Is I there don't. A card that I should not? No, create? I'm oh, bad with good. cards.
1: Oh, well, the sash which says it's my birthday. We're going <gasps> to save that for when we do. And something. it's glittery. Yay! Oh
0: my god, I hope that you Let's like this. I just, Tina, don't I, do that. I know. I just so don't that's never. That's my mother to do. I know. That. I, <sighs> okay, hold on. Is this it? That's that's like the. Oh my god, it feels like an album. Oh, bitch, I'm gonna fucking freak you. out. What the
1: fuck is that? I don't know, I
0: don't know going if out. they're gonna freak out.
1: <laughs> 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 oh my god! <laughs> oh my
0: god!
1: <gasps> Tina, what the <gasps>
0: fuck? Is it you that exciting? Bitch, look at this! <sighs> Mount Joy. <I sighs> <fucking love> it, <laughs> Yay, okay, so Happy. One of
1: the most perfect albums ever made. <gasps> oh my god. I was so excited to get this
0: for you. Girl, this fucking album.
1: Oh, uh, have you heard that you yeah, like uh, this? favorite so I like the.
0: Oh, the the. The Astro Van, the Cheeses. Yes, yes. Yeah. I think that's on their new album, right? Yeah. I think so. I think so. Okay, here's the best
1: songs on this album uh, Roly Poly, Johnson's song, Don't It Feel Good, and um, Bathroom Light. <gasps> best songs on the album. Yay! This is Orange Vinyl. Oh my God. I'm going to fucking die. I love this band so much. <gasps> I'm so much. excited. Yay. Christina, you're the fucking tits. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Now I have to. You know what happened is my ex husband broke the needle on this record. no prayer. he didn't. Okay, okay, listen. It's, it's, Put it's, the it's needle so on the record.
0: Uh-huh. Put the needle on the record. Remember that? No, but. Put the needle on the record and it. the drum beat goes like this. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, a little balloon. A oh, little baby balloon. Like a lollipop. Yeah. <laughs> oh my
1: God. We are going to get X-rated. Uh-oh, uh-oh. We got a whole bunch
0: of things happening here. <laughs> Is there something else? There's like, yeah, one little like. By the way. way,
1: by the way, I like to say something. I bought you a gift and it got here yesterday and they sent me the wrong size and I was fucking pissed. But you're going to love it. No, it's just like I saw it online and I was like, we have to, I have to get this. We're going to have matching shirts, basically. <gasps> basically <gasps> oh! Tina, <what> the <laughs> oh it's a mount isn't Joy it so shirt? cute oh my I god i hope you like i was like
0: oh which one but i, I Dude, thought you I would like this one
1: love so it like oh my
0: god <laughs> i love it
1: isn't it so cute mm. okay.
0: tina
1: you did too much no
0: and then there's like a stupid just like little right, snacky dumb okay. little you know this is a fantastic gift
1: do you like oh it? my god okay oh let me tell you something <sighs> <laughs> you need don't, those girl don't come up to me with no red vines if you're a red vines person step Uh-oh. out the fucking door <laughs> we don't play with red vines in this fucking house thank you yay. Oh, yay. tina i just said last night if i go deaf just kill me like, I don't, if I can't hear music, I want to die. Like, that's how fucking much I love oh, it. Oh, so if it's a question, me? like, yeah. blind, deaf, whatever, I no. whatever the third option Just is. Just get me out. Just get me out. Because I like, once knew what music was, and now I can't hear it, and yeah. that would make, make me so fucking sad. Just kill me. Well, that's what but, I say.
0: Yeah. And I know that they can still feel like the- No, no I no, do I know. I know. I, I can't. Because there's a whole, um, there was a whole, they called themselves deaf heads. And they would what? like go to dead shows, yeah, because they could like feel like the yeah yeah. Oh my and they were god. like really into it. Speaking of deadheads, uh, that record got me high. Oh oh my god, yeah. we have to figure out. Yeah, we have yeah. to figure out because I've been like, oh, we can maybe do this or this or this. So we'll like put a list together. Yeah,
1: Rob, who hosts <gasps> the show, I've been on there three times. Three Ooh. times on that record got me high, talking about music that I love. But uh, the he he puts out these Patreon episodes, and so patrons can you can record on his podcast i mean on his website into this microphone and it just it uploads the the um audio and that's what he uses for the episode oh, and that's so he'll so do cute. special episodes like this song makes me sad which
0: oh my this god this song <gasps> that
1: makes me sad episode is so good but let me tell you and, oh, and rob if you're I listening i fucking cried the whole time because rob just recovered from having a stroke like a stroke where he was driving and crashed his car my god the man is Now back at work incredibly. Also, two days later, put out a fucking podcast. I'm like, is he in the hospital doing this? What (laughs) the fuck is he doing? But that record got that record made me sad episode. It's a lot of his friends and people care about him, and the whole time they're (gasps) like, We hope you're doing good. We're rooting for you. We're thinking about you. And I was
0: just like, Like, I'm covered. It was
1: so good. So he did one. This one he just did was that That Record Made Me Happy. The song that makes me happy. And so I did the Laverne and Shirley theme song because oh my God. I fucking love it. But in the beginning, he gives us a huge shout out and he has been asking for both of, he wants both yes. of us to come on as guests with one record. So we have to we find have to a record. We'll find a
0: good record. But he just said, no, Grateful Dead. No, no, it's fine. I love, okay, like I know like I love the dead, but I love I know you so much, so much. No. And you're a huge music I down. have been, I don't know why lately, I have just been in this like, back in this Eddie Vedder mode. Mm, honey. But, like, not, like, even listening to full songs. Like, I just watch clips of him, like, mm-hmm. when I used to be in love with him. I mean, I'm always going to be in love with him. But, oh God. Um, and Hot. he, you know, it's the thing for me with Eddie Vedder, because I'm someone that, like, I love the song, I love the music, but I also, I very much connect to the singer and the way that the singer Sings the song, mm-hmm. and you know Eddie Vedder is like, it's like every right. Like, do you remember like early Eddie Vedder yeah. where his eyes were rolled in the back yes. of his head while he's singing, yes. and like he's so into it. And I've seen them live like so many times that like, and and it, it, it's just incredible to like watch this person. Yeah. But there was this video I watched the other day and mm. he's like sweating mm. and I'm like can't yeah, I take a minute. got to take a minute here. Take send a me into
1: this. And my husband <laughs> my I husband. just thought of, I just thought of a new moment for the puck. <gasps> the, the the puck, the muck, a new moment. Could oh. be hot guy moment. Hot guy moment. Ooh. <sighs> the muck's hot guy moment this week is Eddie Vedder. Oh my god. Classic I mean, vintage eat it up. He's still hot. But oh, oh, he's still fucking hot. He
0: is so hot. So um <laughs> so my friend the other day got me, I want to give a shout out to my friend, Karen and hey. Sandy, because they got me a signed copy. Oh, by the way, you sent me a
1: picture of this. <laughs> I didn't realize who wrote that. Oh, I thought it was somebody else. I did not realize it was who it was. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking crazy. So
0: they got me a signed copy of uh, Michael Imperioli's book, uh, The Perfume Burn My Eyes. And so so she's like, oh, because I, I hadn't really like, seen her. And she's like, oh, open it. And I opened it from behind. And I go, oh, this is Michael Imperioli's book. I got so excited. And she goes, well, you know, that's not. And I was like, no. <laughs> and so like, I, <laughs> oh, we are like outside the pool at my son's pool. And I open it. And and it's not just Michael Imperioli, but. she's She <laughs> loves this motherfucker. <laughs> loves him. It's, it says to Tina. Love. 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 Michael, I told you, you better hide that. Love chart. Michael, and I, I screamed <laughs> girl at the top like when oh, I opened like it, like how I opened Mount Joy. Like I started, my eyes started cheering Tina. up. I was like, ah, ah, like <laughs> I fucking crazy, and she was like, "Oh my god!" So I guess um, her uh, husband is friends with someone. Who knows him and he was doing a book signing oh my god and so like you know was like hey you're like a six-degree separation and was like oh so-and-so says hi but can you sign this for my friend and i was like Holy how shit. How sweet that they that did is that. Me, that is but incredible. he was right here. He was at the Miami book fair this year signing that book. And I oh, could have, I could have seen him like up close. Don't
1: now listen. He's a little political. Do he is amazing. We could get him on the podcast so, to so talk this about is what Florida I said. and how fucked so up Florida is, is.
0: So I have like PS. I have like DM would him like several times. Like mm. anytime he put, I'm like, please. Like I have this podcast. Like I get it. Like, sorry. Like, but, and I've tried <laughs> to find like, who is his agent? Like who. And so, I, so I said to her, I said, "Yeah, I'd love to have him on the podcast." She's like, "Well, maybe I can." I was like, "No, I can't ask you to do that." No, but maybe I can Girl. ask you to do that, Bridgers. <laughs> what do you think? bitch you better ask her oh! to get him on the podcast that's what i'm saying can you Bridgers, imagine because he's you, like what? so political use
1: that power use the connections oh, that we god. have yeah he's very political and i think he's
0: so to come so, on and talk about desantis like why I wouldn't know. somebody take the opportunity to do that so the reason why i mentioned that was because i called my husband and i was like oh my god you're not gonna guess what karen got me he goes what a vial full of eddie vetter's tears <laughs> oh you two deserve each other <laughs> you two deserve each other i was like he knows me so well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a vial of any uh, better tears i was like well i wouldn't mind that yeah really, i'd so. wear that shit around my <laughs> neck <laughs> now like angela <laughs> yeah, Angelou- like, with, with, the the with
1: the blood vial <laughs> oh bitch all right we're insane all right okay, hold on sorry. hold on hold okay. on. speaking of um remember last week you're like i want to make a plea to people to yeah. talk about DeSantis. You know who talks about him all the time is Leslie Jones. She's an amazing comedian. Yes. She was on Saturday Night Live yeah. for a while. She just co-hosted Daily Show for like a week. She's everywhere talking about DeSantis. Like Joy Reid Show saying, he is a racist, just say it. Yes. Like she's calling him out and on her Instagram. So I wanted to tell you that so you would know.
0: Thank God. What's going Be- on. My, 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 my thing is, like, um, and I was talking to my friend Karen about this the other day, and she's like, you know what, this is a microcosm. Yeah, the state of Florida is a microcosm for him to test out and 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 do, and then know. Okay, this is how it worked here. This is how we do it on a national level, right? He wrote
1: a book. He's got a book coming yeah. out that talks about this is what the plan. Yeah, and this is
0: how you can apply it. Yeah, nationwide. and it's, it's very frightening. And I'm tired. I don't want to see these videos anymore of, like, thank God I'm not in Florida. And, oh God, Florida's crazy. Oh, Florida. Like, like guys, <laughs> this isn't, you know, like, you can't just, like, say, dismiss us and go, God, that place sucks. Or, God, that place, there's a piece of shit over there. Like, you, uh, we every single one of us is going to be fucked. Every single one of us what in this mean, country going is going to be fucked if he's elected president. Like, I mean, we're already screwed in Florida. Yeah. But you can't just go, God, well, I'm glad I'm in Massachusetts. Or, thank God, I'm in Cali he's coming for all of us. Yeah. And you can't sleep on candidates like this. No. We all slept on
1: Trump. Oh, he can't win. He's crazy. Listen to him. He's nuts. Oh, yeah. No one's going to vote for him. My he mother went said. State after state after yeah. state after. And you're like, what the fuck?
0: DeSantis will
1: do the same my thing. My mother said the, do same, the same thing.
0: My mother said the same thing yesterday. Well, you don't think on a national level. And I'm like, what? No, he could win. Like, and, this he'll says, win. and I think he the, will. I think he will. Oh, and we will be fucked. And we got to get the hell out. Yeah. And by
1: the way, I know you don't like those videos, but the second that I'm out of Florida, I'm going to be making videos like, so glad I'm not there
0: anymore. Oh, like well, I will be
1: making those videos. <laughs> well, yeah, but uh, I,
0: I just- When I lived in
1: Florida, and here's the best part, like happening today, today is February oh, 25th. Gosh. There is so much fucking shit happening and I am so fucking excited about it because it's like drama that if you know, you know, but like people oh, don't I care. Oh, I
0: talking about the, the thing, the, the rally today. No, I'm talking oh. about the FDP election for the oh, chair. Oh, oh, I'm so talking the Florida about the Democratic that's Party's chair today.
1: has stepped down and we knew this ago. We talked about it on the podcast yeah. a couple weeks ago. There are now just 3 candidates. The guy from that used to work at FDP, he yeah. stepped down and gave his support I think to Annette. So it's Annette Tadeo, Nikki Fried and Rick Hoy. Still, Rick. still Rick's oh, sitting in there, sweet which Rick. you know, And I take the this, shot roll the dice? Watching, I don't know. But watching this is so insane to me because it's, it's like a watching, I don't know how to explain it. First of all, the two women candidates are very polarizing in the party. Yeah. You either like them or you don't. Yeah, it's true. And the people who don't like Annette today are because they have long memories who remember five years ago when she went head to head with the party and fucking talks, talked so much shit about them, which you are not allowed to do. You are not allowed to do that. And she, all I mean, of I'm, the people who are the leaders in there fucking remember. And they're like, never, never in Etudeo, right? So they're all on Nikki's team. And the people who don't like Nikki I mean, talk about I, how she supported Republicans, how she lost the state, like whatever. She lost the state
0: because you guys didn't support her. How about that?
1: I have to tell you. And she was I have a never- lobbyist.
0: And she was a lobbyist. And as a lobbyist, you're working both sides because you're trying. And because she was like a marijuana lobbyist. Listen, I got to tell you. I have never in my life said these words. I don't
1: care about any of these candidates. Like I usually can just go, eh, all right. I can't, I don't care about any of them, any of them. I think that whoever gets this job, it's going to be very hard, but every single person in it has an ego, the size of, uh, Kansas. Uh You know what I mean? They are all in it for themselves. And I, I appreciate everybody doing work for all of them. I know everybody who's still fighting and campaigning right. for them, ha- believes in their candidates. I have a problem and it's called bullshit goggles. <laughs> all right? And I can see through it. And I've seen, as you have, even recently when Annette Tadeo jumped from race to race yeah, to race yeah. and moved out of a Senate seat, which I believe was flipped red yep. in November. It was. So like we need Democrats in the Florida Senate. Where are you going? Yeah. Because well, that, to me- and that- I, it was I clear agree. to me that Charlie Crist asked her to run to pull votes from Nikki free. Right. And she gladly did it thinking that Charlie would win the nomination and she would get something out Please. of it. She but probably she knew runs- that he wasn't even going to win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then she runs for a us house seat and she loses that, you know, after she steps out of the governor's race, it's, she's very much a politician where she needs to be, you know, running all the time and she doesn't have a lot of fans in the party so I don't know how it's going to shake out I haven't really been paying
0: attention about I'm, who I has mean, the most votes I'm but I'm I'm still on the side of Nikki Fried only because out of the three candidates like when she was in her last position um, as the commissioner of agriculture like she did do a lot of stuff mm-hmm. um, and so I feel like she was able to make things happen in that position and had the ability to do it despite all of the roadblocks. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, you know, she can maybe pull things together for the Democrats. That's out of the three. That's who I'm.
1: Whoever gets this job, it's going to be really fucking hard and they got to do work. Yeah. You have to do the work. Please do not come to me in 2024 when we lose this fucking before. state again, oh and tell me that you did everything you could in the last in, in the last two years, or well, it's it's DeSantis's fault because he was too Ugh. strong of a candidate, or whatever. No. You don't. I am tired of Democrats pointing fingers across the aisle and blaming Republicans. And guess who else is? Everybody else is onto it. It's fucking lame. Stop blaming Republicans that we're losing our rights to abortion. You all didn't do your fucking jobs. It's true. Don't blame DeSantis for railroading horrible legislation that is going to put so many people in danger. Every single person in your life will find someplace that they're going to be in danger because of these laws. Yeah. The gun, you walk the streets in Florida with a permitless carry and you are in danger in this state. But the Democrats dropped the fucking carry. ball for four decades. Right. You've dropped the ball. Stop blaming DeSantis. He didn't just show up. That's true. You motherfuckers haven't done your
0: fucking job. So whoever takes it is going to take it. Now whoever takes it needs to go on on such a like voting registration, like get out the vote. It like it The needs messaging about what hardcore. we do and
1: what they don't do, what they take away from you, what they take, what they have been taking away from you, hit homeowners insurance. This yes. is the fucking key. All right. Here's the other thing. Here's the thing about Rick know, Hoy I that a- I am so fucking, it makes me wild. I I told you a couple weeks ago, I haven't seen anything anywhere talking about him running for this, except now like he's doing, you know, he was in like to- different meetings, yeah. you know, and he's going to be at the, like this weekend is the state caucus uh, LGBTQ winter conference in Orlando. And all of the candidates spoke last night. So we got to find out how that went. Mm. But like, Otherwise, I don't see him out there. I don't see anybody. No one. Stumping for him stumping down. Stumping for no. him. I, I haven't heard it either. The list came out for all Ugh. the committee people who were supporting Nikki Freed. Yeah, and it's And the two Broward chairs, I mean Ken Evans and Grace Carrington are supporting Nikki Freed over their own chair.
0: Awkward it's fucking awkward, awkward but it also to me is <laughs> so, it interesting. Sends a to so interesting message to everybody down here yeah it sends but a like, message
1: how about this now they're very quietly like you know throwing shade but it pulls that curtain back on how people really feel about his leadership and i will make another appeal if that's how you feel let's do something about it Yeah, Because this county is way too fucking important. Broward County is too important to sit on your hands and say, yeah, everything's fine. Everything's good. Because you really don't feel that way. And it's your job to tell us that as leaders. To fucking do the hard thing. Do the hard thing. And tell us. Because you have been supporting and standing behind somebody you don't really believe in. And we have lost- Democrats Leaders, the yep. last two years we've lost votes here step the fuck up and use your voice because you supposedly have power fucking do something about it god damn oh okay wait there's one oh, other thing. I, I have I wanna... yeah I have a couple all right things. go ahead I have something okay
0: fine. oh good I'm mine or not okay. okay so um I just wanted to bring attention mm-hmm. to um house bill 999 <gasps> girl I just read about this today I said. So, it, I said it should be six six six. I said the same thing. You did. Yes. Same jokes.
1: Ooh. Oh wait, hold on. High five this motherfucker. Too. Hey, Bridger's high Ooh. five.
0: Little, <laughs> look at little butt. Oh, wait, is that his butt? I don't.
1: Oh, he's got two butts. Oh, hey.
0: I don't know. So, um, so this is a bill that sort of takes the 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 Stop Woke Act uh-huh. a bit further, and but on the university level, okay, like I don't get it coming after like. K through 12, but I, I, I can kind of maybe see what they're trying to do, but I don't because they're stupid. But now we're hitting it on the university level. Like now we're going to prevent gender studies. Mm. Now we're going to uh, prevent CRT, which is theory. Like when people study theory, I I just wish like, you, like in, in college, if you are like a major that would study like humanities or like even as an English major, like you had to s- study like different, movements and, and think to understand the context of what, what what's happening, you know what I right. mean? Like, or or uh, these different theories and how they apply and, you know, there's deconstructionist and there's all this different stuff, but, and you can apply like gender theories to certain things like, but it's it's about intellectual discourse, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yes. Um, they want to remove diversity programs. They want to put tenured faculty at risk because they want to plop in whoever they want. And the other thing that is, I think the most frightening is the issue of the board of directors, which he gets to appoint, you know, if he wants to. And then that board gets to delegate out the hiring of university presidents, which allows them to put in DeSantis picks at our universities. Now we have some top public universities in the school, like with um, uh, University of Florida and FSU. And, And we're putting... We're putting our edge like we have children in this state that have to go to college. You know what I mean? There yeah. are kids all across the state who with bright futures or whatever it is, can't go out of state to other schools. Like they have to go to their public state schools. And now they're, they talk about indoctrinization. They're the ones who indoctrinate. Yep, They're the ones. Yep. The other thing that he did is that other bill. And I don't remember the bill number, but it's the censorship of ger- journalist bill. Yeah. And that bill is yeah. very, very frightening yep. because the way that he's going after it, it's not so much because, you know, we hit the first amendment, right? Like I get it. But the way that he's doing it is that any criticism can be looked at as a threat. So right now there's safeguards in place because as public figures, we have the right to comment. On their actions or behavior, like that's part of the first amendment. Like, right, that's why we have that first amendment so that we can criticize our leaders and have the ability to do that. But this law will allow celebs and these and and uh politicians to go after journalists financially in a court of law.
1: Oh oh, in a court of law. This is what they did
0: with the gun laws. This is this is how they're gonna do it, right? And um it could bankrupt them because it's like the, right. the it would be so expensive. It keeps them quiet. It keeps them quiet. And this is all about targeting investigative journalists. Yep. Because guess who's got a twenty twenty four presidential run? Who doesn't want all this shit coming out about his little behavior when he was a, a a professor at a little private school, when he was torturing people uh as his little pretend what was he, a urine analysis as Jag? Like you're so, so tough. You're like analyzing people's piss. This is what they did. There's a law on the books that's been there for <sighs> I don't know 15
1: years, and what it basically ties the hands of local government. And it it says that local government, municipality, cities can't make gun laws. They can't say you know we we're banning uh you know uh, assault rifles in Pompano right. Beach because if they do, the governor can remove them from office. Yeah. and they can be sued personally personally so basically city officials have been like uh, i'm not talking about guns and it keeps them quiet it keeps them from doing their fucking jobs and allowing them to do that so it is insane and, and, it's, then, and, and then again then. it's against the first amendment it's against aren't we the fir- all constitute <laughs> no. don't we all love
0: are we patriots no they're not, not now we don't love the forefathers now they're not patriots hmm. they these are brainwashed people they're brainwashed people i have to tell you and I, I DeSantis
1: is one person. That fucking Republican legislature, all of them, all of you fucking motherfuckers are goddamn pussy yeah. cowards, pieces of shit. You have the power to say buffangul to this motherfucker yeah. and you don't do it. Cuz if you all did this, he couldn't do a goddamn fucking thing. But you cower because you're pussies, because your dicks are small and this <laughs> is how you feel powerful. Yep. This is it.
0: This is how well, you and feel they're powerful. greedy. They're greedy, right? I want you're, you're, this. Uh, I want this appropriation lives. committee. I want this. I want that. Right? It's all about money. It's uh, it's the the level of selfishness within this party, it, and, I, and and you know and, and I would say five years ago I would have been like, well, not everyone in the in the Republican Party. I, I'm beyond that now because Fuck now it. those people that are on the on on um the more moderate end of the Republican Party, like you, need to understand that that fringe base. That's who you guys are. And you're either with that or you're not. And that's it. There's no choice anymore. And the other thing I read, and I posted it on my stories, because I was like, you got to be kidding me. That It's like we're in fucking bizarro land. But that Alabama uh, rep, Barry Moore, and co-sponsored by uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, George Santos, and Lauren Boebert, they put a bill forward about making the AR-15 the national gun of America. This is what they're doing. Oh, my God. This is what, this is, we have so, there's all this shit happening in our country as far as like taxes and insurance and the economy. Uh, and this is the bullshit that these people are focusing on. I just blacked out. It's like, insane. I, can't. I, have, I did not. I, 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 yeah, this is where we are. I, I'm, at, I'm at a loss of fucking we're, words. We're in fucking cuckoo town is where we are. It, that is the craziest thing I've ever fucking,
1: it's crazier than saying we're going to light up the Capitol In remembrance of MSD. It's
0: it's crazier than uh, 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 Marjorie Taylor Taylor Greene saying, like, we got to secede and we got to have a civil war. And uh, listen, I I don't even care. Like, fine, let's go. You know what I mean? I I love when, when, when she says shit like that. And you look at the data and you look that it's the Democratic states that give the most money. It's the Republican states that are poor, that have the highest pregnancy rates, that have the highest uh, obesity uh, rates, obesity rates. They have, uh, the, the issues with, um, STIs because there's no education, all the stifling of people. Your states are shit. You're shit. They're shit ass states. I'm sorry. Like I got to tell you, I, I can't, can you
1: imagine raising, rising to the level of house U S house rep, which I find like, Very distinguished, you know. That's that's uh, a big fucking deal. You're in Congress. That's a a big fucking deal. This is no joke. And you think the thing you should be doing, like I said, we talked about Marjorie Taylor Greene. If it was not maybe two weeks ago, and I said, "Fucking nuts!" This is what she thinks is important. You think making a national gun for America is important? Do you understand the fucking joke in that? It's fucking horrific. That's horrific. We don't, mass shootings don't happen anywhere else but here yeah. on this regular basis. They happen every single day Every here. day. I, how about this? Put it on the American flag because it is who we are. <sighs> Put that fucking bill through Yeah. That the American
0: flag now has Instead a, of the street, stars and a, stripes. a silk yeah. screen of an AR-15 on it. Oh God, they would do that. that shit up. It's so disgusting.
1: It's disgusting. People have lost children. I know. Babies. They're tiny little babies at school. And you think that's appropriate? I just can't wrap my head I around wrap- how fucking dumb it is. And it stunts. Get your fucking head
0: out of your ass. You're, like I said before, you got nothing else going on in your district? They got. I know. Oh, and her other thing. Did you see the other thing that she said? She's oh, like Tina. My head's. Gonna I know. Explode She's with this like uh, uh, that. Marjorie Taylor Greene. She said something about like if Democrats move to red states, that they shouldn't be allowed to vote for five years. All right, stop. All right, stop. She's. By yes. the way, I just okay. looked
1: at this video, and I look like a French maid. With my little hat.
0: Don't you all oh, think that's kinda,
1: that's kinda cute. It's so like Ooh. clue. Oh, oh my what, god. What's your name? <laughs> yes. Oh she's <laughs> <laughs> all right, here's my thing so before cute. we start. Um first of all, you know who my boyfriend is, Mark Marin. Oh, my imaginary hey. boyfriend. Hey. 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 So he just has this he has a standout, stand up special out on HBO right now, which I have not seen yet, but my mom said is very good. And so he's out promoting so he's everywhere so I watched this clip of him on a podcast and the guy's talking to him like they're in the same room and the guy's like you know the room like you you have some scent on like what is it what kind of cologne is that he goes I've worn it for like 30 years
0: patchouli (laughs) oh he's a little hippie I was like what Um, he got that patchouli oil and man that's like you know that's a heavy smell. It's a heavy smell. I'm now, not. A patchou- fa- I'm not a patchouli fan. Okay, now, I, I, yeah, I know you probably are. No, you're no, 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 no. But I mean, I, I I am very familiar with patchouli. Dear God. <laughs> but patchouli, patchouli mixed with vanilla. If you have Mm. more vanilla and a little bit of patchouli, that smells very good. Well, you got to you got to do a nice little mix. He said that some girlfriend was
1: a hippie girlfriend that he (gasps) had, and he fucking he loved it, so he still wears it. And I was just like, I find that adorable. It's adorable, but to me, I always think patchouli. I think of like hippie vagina, like that's what a hippie's vagina smells like.
0: Oh, patchouli. Oh, like musky. Yeah. Okay. I mean.
1: Like they're trying to cover up the fact that they're like, you know, fucking in the woods for days, like rolling around in dirt and shit.
0: Oh no. I no? just thought you meant like <laughs> <laughs> I don't like
1: patchouli. And now I'm thinking my love for Mark Marin might fade. Oh no, no,
0: no. Because no, I'm into you this, this be new like, thing. You gotta be like, listen, go take a shower. <laughs> Get that and, wipe and then that how patchouli. do you slowly
1: like introduce like this is some this is a scent that I like? Like oh, here's the thing. Well you
0: slowly you mix the patchouli with vanilla and you move. You don't them think he'll notice that? And then you know you, you, they moves out. Okay.
1: Well, see, first here's <laughs> the deal. Like that's at the level where I'm like living with Mark Maron. So first <laughs> I got to meet Mark Maron, and then I've got to charm him with all of my assets. Oh
0: please, please. My he titties. Will love you. Ooh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when all else fails, pull them titties out, girl. <laughs> 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 It'll happen. It'll make it all happen. Manifest it. Manifest it. Manifest, <laughs> it. Manifest
0: it. Manifest
1: <laughs> it. I said I, I, I'm either giving you a, a witchy moment or a car wash moment. Like we're going to the car wash or we're going doing witch. Hi. All
0: right, girl, let's do this Okay, let's do that. Oh, I go first. You go first. All right. Buckle up, girl. Oh. oh. I'm sorry, it's your birthday, but <laughs> but why should things I mean, change? I'm think, gonna hit mean, you in the head I'm anyway. Sorry, Here sorry. we go. All right, so today, <laughs> yes, I'm gonna tell you the story. Mm-hmm of Judge Donna Scott Davenport. That's a very drag name. Ooh, well, House sh- of Davenport. She needs to be dragged through the mud, if anything. But now Let me ju- ask you, Bridgers, oh. do you like Drag Race? Hell we're, yeah. much, I love it. <laughs> I know, yeah, I knew we were going to fucking
1: be friends, bruh.
0: So Judge Scott Davenport oversaw juvenile justice cases in Tennessee, but after implementing a, quote, filter system, oh. she <gasps> illegally sent children to jail. <sighs> So our story takes place in Rutherford County, Tennessee, from about the year 2000 to the present. Excuse me? Yeah. She's still on the bench? Well, no, but this it was, oh, it was okay. very recent. Very recent. Mm. All right. So um, from her uh, Rutherford County government page, Davenport attended North Greenville University in Middle Tennessee, where she earned a BA and an MA in criminal justice. And then she got a law degree from Nashville School of Law. From there, she had a private practice. Then she worked part-time on the juvenile court as a magistrate. And she also adjuncted at Middle Tennessee State University. And that's just like, you know, part-time professor, not tenured or full-time or anything. Um, She was appointed as judge to the juvenile court in 2000. Mm. And then she ran and won re election So she was appointed first, and there are these eight-year terms. So she was appointed first, and then she ran and won in 2006, and then again in 2014. And oh, those are long terms. Yeah, they're eight-year terms. So um, she was also appointed by Governor Bill Haslam to serve on the Three Branches Institute, which worked to bring all three branches of government together to help uh, child protection and justice, uh, the juvenile justice system in the state. And it just it becomes very ironic that like she's sitting on all these boards and like ends up being... <laughs> Very horrible as a person. Mm. So um, Davenport started to oversee the juvenile justice justice cases in Rutherford County, beginning with her appointment in 2000. So digging right into the major incident. Mm. Since her time in office, 48% of the kids who found themselves in front of this judge were jailed. 48%. The statewide average is 5%. Oh my God. So that thing that like kind of, Blew my mind with this case. People work in the courtroom with her. They don't see. Well, this is the thing that blew my mind with this case is that it went on for nearly 20 years. I say it right. And no one said anything and Mm -hmm. no one brought attention. No one sounded the alarm. I mean, thank God for um, um, investigative journalism, Mm. DeSantis. Well, you know, this (laughs) is what he's trying to prevent. Thank God for that because um, uh, these journalists at ProPublica, They were the ones who drew attention and, and, and brought this all to light. Wow. Like that's why we need journal. I I mean, we've said it so many times on this podcast, but it's, it's like, I I don't understand. They end up exposing Davenport for the monster that she really is. And Ken Armstrong and Miraba Knight, along with Alex Mirjewski published a series of articles in 2021 that looked into basically like these bullshit Crimes mm. um and made-up crimes that were used to gel children. And made up crimes. So I I yeah, yeah. So I, I want to stress again: juvenile court system, these are kids, right? And I feel like when we think of kids in juvie, we still think like teenagers. I'm talking about kids uh, in one particular story I'm gonna share, as young as eight years old. Okay, Jesus. And also, let's not forget, once you're in that system, it's
1: very difficult. So they try to prevent going, you know, yes. putting these kids in the system yes. and, and giving Correct. them sentences because it's very difficult to get yourself back out
0: of it. Right. You're and, missing school, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And the state did have, uh, according to Armstrong, the state did have things in place to avoid jailing kids right before they face trial. Jailing kids. Right. Because like, you know, just like with a, a, you know, an adult, like if you're accused of a crime, like you might have to post bail and et cetera, et cetera, before you go before the judge. But with kids, they would try to have it like you're at home Ugh. until you have to face trial. Right. Of course. Um, But the Rutherford juvie system went rogue and they changed things up uh, to say that any kid that was deemed quote, a true threat, which is very vague, right? Like, what does that mean? Could be detained, meaning they're held in a detention facility until they could be seen by the judge. So they're not at home with their parents. Jesus. You know what I mean? And then what? what's to determine what a true threat is? And that could be up to the judge too, right? So um, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's it's wild. So what's more, Judge Davenport appointed the director of the juvenile detention center, right? Right. So she appoints the director of the juvie center. She's the one presiding on these cases. Right. So like now they've got this reciprocal sort of relationship. They're working Mm -mm. together. No. And, um, you know, finally in 2017, a federal judge said that they had to stop using their filter system that they created and, uh, and they had to follow the state laws. Davenport, held a lot of power because there were no like juries right like she is the one making the decisions like she hears the case she presides on the case she makes the decision and the ruling on the case right so and she liked to play like really tough with the kids you know like if they came into course she wanted to enforce dress codes like you can't have spaghetti straps if you're a girl and if you were a boy you like couldn't have the baggy pants and that sort of thing like i want to share one story that kind of made attention, I guess, that ProPublica oh um, wrote about. This story, to me, is so insane. It is insane to me. So buckle up, bitch, because <sighs> here it's going to be a bumpy motherfucking ride. I'm, writing, up, I'm and, writing down
1: buckle up, bitch, but I feel like we do have a I, podcast yeah. name. Buckle Up. But. So
0: I encourage you to go to our school, uh, show notes and find the article from ProPublica called, quote, Black Children Were Jailed for a crime that doesn't exist. Almost nothing happened to the adults in charge. And it goes in to uh, so much detail about this incident. And I'm going to kind of give you the highlights of it, but I really encourage you to read it because, again, I, I can't even believe that, that this woman did what she did. So back in 2016, some kids at an elementary school <laughs> got in a fight. Five and six-year-olds, right? They got in a fight. Right. But it happened after school, not on school property oh God. at like some basketball court. Right. The cops end up showing up after like the next day to the school with petitions uh, for the students who watched that fight and didn't stop it. OK, because there were kids around videotaping the fight. Right. Like kids. I mean right yes it happens go ahead all right so here's the kicker right the video was posted online so these kids take this video and it got posted online okay but the video is really 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 filtered like it's it looks like blue and pink and like shapes like you cannot distinguish oh anybody's face okay okay voices could be heard but looking at it you couldn't tell who was who and the police went in there and they're like we're taking these kids and they can't tell." who's in this video oh, or not. My They're God. just taking kids. Okay?
1: Again, I ask you, you have nothing else to do? So- you, There's no crimes the, happening? You're the, bothering the other issue, elementary school Yeah, kids? The other
0: issue is, you know how schools have like, like an officer assigned to the school or whatever? Yeah. The officer assigned to that school, uh, the other reason they couldn't tell like who was who is that officer refused. He refused to go to work. He's like, I'm not, I'm not gonna like do this. Like he was so upset about what they were doing and what- like his boss, as, as the people in charge saying like, you have to go do this, that he didn't want to do it. Uh, according to Armstrong and Knight, uh, he no showed that day. And the article noted that the officer was afraid um, of crying or even having a heart attack because he was so stressed at having to potentially arrest the kids. I don't understand who's pushing this. So the article notes that several cops did try to stop what was happening but a sergeant gave orders and those orders had to be followed. The principal of the school, Tammy Garrett, begged to call the kids' parents. Begged. No. To no avail. They're like, you sorry. You're You're not even allowed to do that. They're minors. She also noted that one officer was saying not to get the kids. Another officer was saying, get the kids. And it's going back and forth. And finally, she felt pressure to like get these kids brought in. So three girls at first were brought in. A sixth grader, a fourth grader, and an eight-year-old third grader the cops arrested them the principal said that she and the girls were crying she said that that the girls were like reaching for her like oh screaming and crying, god. and she's crying and, and they're like putting handcuffs. get out of here they're putting handcuffs on these kids oh my god and, and the thing is like in the video too there's a girl going stop it stop it stop it they arrest that girl and they're like you didn't do enough first of all what is an eight-year-old supposed to do to stop a fight at, in the basketball court outside of school hours well who yeah.
1: Why are they doing this? I, I, who knows? The sergeant's telling them to. Who's telling like, the sergeant to arrest
0: these kids? This all is coming from. From you know the prosecutor. All this stuff. What? It's, it's insane. From a fucking fight. Did something a, happen at the fight? Did somebody get stabbed or something no, like what? So it was, this is what I mean. Like that's what? what I'm is, saying. Why is this the sense of the sense of urgency? It's 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 uh, this is nuts. The thing that's like sad is like these cops, right? They we're supposed to trust them right girl um we're supposed to feel safe right you you would hope like if something bad is happening and your kid is somewhere and they see a cop right at least you would think oh my god that person can help no they can't help right they're gonna maybe be the person to hurt you Mm. and the sad thing is is one of the girls the sixth grader she wanted to be a cop when she grew up oh for you know what i mean just adding layers to this story i (laughs) know i know i know so in addition to the the three girls, several others were arrested regarding that video. 11 in total. Oh my God. Here's the best you part. You It sounds like they killed the president. Like, what yeah. the fuck are you doing? Is this is so crazy. It's insane. This is the best part. One of them wasn't even there. She was at a party oh.
1: celebrating
0: a win with her basketball team. Girl, they no. arrested her and put her in jail. Oh my
1: God. It's so stupid. She was it's in so fourth stu- grade. Did, does evidence, she was in fourth grade. But does evidence mean anything to you? Like, I understand you're trying to uphold the law, whatever law was you think is broken here on a basketball court. But like, does evidence not matter? Like, you can't even see who's in the video. Yeah. What are you doing? How is this even going to hold up in court? Except we're going to go to our good, yeah. our good Judy, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, uh, all right. Girl. So uh, Judge Davencourt, uh, Davin um, you know, People flipped out, and she came out with a statement. <sighs> Quote, we are in a crisis with our children in Rutherford County. <laughs> I've never seen it this bad.
1: <laughs> that's how it always is.
0: Right. It's always never, wild never, and crazy yeah. kids. The was cool, wild was a kid. and yeah. crazy
1: kids. <laughs> these kids these days. You know what? They, their parents are disciplining them, so that's my job now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Girl, no. Yeah. Oh, I keep saying girl because I'm watching that <laughs> drag. <laughs> I'm so sorry. All
0: right. So there wasn't a real crisis, right? Like you're saying. In fact, um, reports found that Davenport, Davenport is the one who's breaking the law. She violated the law close to 200 times. Whoa! So the thing is like kids are not supposed to be kept in jail for a long time. And for the most part, these kids were just kids who were doing things that she didn't like. For example, (laughs) according to Armstrong and Knight, if a kid would say like a curse word in the courtroom in front of the judge... She would sentence that child from 2 to 10 days. Dang. 2 to 10 days because they cursed at her. Like that's not a crime, right? And um this was her response. Was I in violation? Heck yes. But am I going to allow a child to cuss anyone out? Heck no. This is her. If somebody's using <laughs> heck, they I mean been, right there. They, they just
1: have not been fucked in a while. Yeah. <laughs> like there's just something not happening there. Jeez. Jesus. that vagina is dusty <laughs> get them cobwebs out girl sorry about it oh my god heck y'all you'll I never thought. hear me say that <laughs> hi
0: hi hi. <laughs> heck, <laughs> hi hi hi
1: heck yes heck, he heck, yes. No. <laughs> heck yes. heck yes I mean H-E double hot <laughs> <laughs> <double Yeah>. sticks <laughs> <gasps>
0: Hell, baby, you can say it. uh, Hi, that was so hot, (laughs) Tina. (laughs) Okay, so she also acknowledged that she wasn't soft on the kids. She stated, "I know I'm harsh. I'm very harsh. I like to think I'm fair, but I'm tough." But she wasn't fair, right? This filter system that she created defied the law and took kids with minor offenses like skipping school straight to jail. Do not pass go. Do not get released to your parents. It's, it's her, it's horrendous. there's people who should not have power. Like this is like, this is a lady ego, you know,
1: yeah. everybody's going to know I'm HBIC, but you know, she's
0: HBIC in the wrong ways. Yeah. You know? And she said, here's another crazy quote. And this is from a daily mail article that cites uh, Davenport's 2012 radio appearance, where she says, quote, I've locked up one seven year old in 13 years. And that was a heartbreak. But eight, nine year olds and older are very common now. <laughs> it's so it's such An a eight, crazy sentence like eight and nine like do you know, like do you understand like what a baby that's a baby what is that second grade yes second, yes second graders third graders i just I, mean, I i don't <laughs> know what she's doing i mean i don't mean to laugh but she's insane so the she's other thing insane. the other thing that she was doing is she was putting children in solitary confinement
1: oh my, oh my god
0: even after obama banned solitary confinement for kids because of the psychological damage it would do obama like, yeah
1: that's how long that that's was how going long on? it was going on yeah <laughs> this country is so like goddamn she
0: up. was putting children for hours like 10 hours no. like like no con- and 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 i was reading some of the the some of the kids who were impacted by this and how it it no, forever. Destroyed. Oh them. yeah. No, this, it destroyed them.
1: Solitary confinement is to psychologically fuck with you. Yeah. To and do these, that to a kid. And to do
0: that to a 12, 13, 14. not with 14? her their parents. Oh know my they God. Know. And how scary. And uh, so uh, state Senator Heidi Campbell, who was a Democrat said, quote, while judges are given judicial discretion to interpret laws, they are not allowed to make up their own laws. And I don't even have to tell you this, but Mm. let's guess what demographic was detained and jailed more than any other in Miss Davenport's also her county. She white too. Yeah, right. Guess black. Yep, yep. She's a racist. Yeah, I mean, are we allowed to say that? In my opinion. Yeah. No, absolutely. In my opinion. All right, so what's also concerning is her statements regarding her purpose as a judge. Well, let's just be clear, because the person I'm covering is the same kind of bitch. It,
1: it's the same thing with the Moms for Liberty. You're, these children's parents don't know what they're doing. No. So we are all going to be the parents now. Yeah. We're going to do what we think is best for your children. Right. And that's what she was doing.
0: She's like, oh, these kids are not disciplined. I'm going to be the one to discipline them. Give me them. a break. It's so fucked up. So Armstrong and Knight cite a comment Davenport gave to a newspaper. Quote, I'm here on a mission. It's not a job. It's God's mission. Knew it. Knew that was coming. <laughs> I am tired of this. You I am what? tired of God. And you know what? You know, you're talking about, like, you're talking about drag race. And you're talking yeah. about all this stuff. And 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 these Moms for Liberty and all Ooh. these cuckoo nuts. who are like, we can't uh, have drag races. We can't let our kids yeah. see this. Where... They're the same people that will take their kids to like say a Hooters, right? Yeah. They're the same kids that will pose in pictures with guns with their kids. Yeah, yeah. Right. They're the same people that will I saw a picture of a of of, you know, a family and, and I don't care. Like fine, wear your wear your fishnet stockings and your thong and like you wanna have a picture and have your kid there? Fine. Do you? I don't give a shit. But how is that not uh uh, you know, exposing kids to like sex, right? Yeah, yeah. So, well, we know that it's not about that. My favorite we thing. We know that it's not about that. Yeah.
1: My favorite thing about the people with the mission God is that they're on no. the worst mission. Right? Yes. Like, God, like DeSantis yes. literally two days before he was reelected put out a commercial saying God sent him. Yeah. Because we <laughs> needed a fighter, a leader, a dad who was going to show yeah. his kids how to do shit. Listen. And like, God sent him on a mission. God sent this woman on a yeah. mission. Let's you know think what? About, let's think
0: about God for a minute. God sent me on a mission too. Let's think about God. Mm-hmm. Um, what God. What have you done for me lately? Dun, dun, like, dun, dun, well, really, dun, what have you done for people? We have we have children being shot by AR fifteens. Uh, oh. We have Oh well, no, chi- God wants the National Gun of United, oh, United States to be an AR yeah. fifteen. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, why don't you guys go back to your own churches and go look at your, you know, uh faith leaders uh and all their <laughs> pedophilia? Why don't yeah. you go take why don't you spend your time fighting those monsters? And leave everyone else alone. Because you guys got problems. Stop judging people. You got problems. Stop judging people. Get out. Y'all are fucking just as
1: gross and dirty as the rest of us. Believe me. They're worse because they're- We all know what's going on in here. They're fucking know.
0: Because they're so damn suppressed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, honey. Jesus. Believe me. I'm sick of it. I am sick of religion. You know, I was never a person who's like, you do you. I'll do me. I don't care. But now, like- I I've like, been so traumatized yeah. by people throwing their religion down my throat that I religion to me I hear or if anyone is there with a big cross on I'm like oh God, I, last I, I checked I don't want to be near them. Yeah, but last I
1: checked God doesn't want you to center yourself. You're supposed to center yeah. him, right? So when someone says they're on a mission from God, I would I really would like to specifically ask you when did he send you this yeah. message?
0: Yeah, please. When did you get
1: it? Because I don't remember God sending anybody fucking messages. It's they use that name to do this. And you're not supposed to be doing that.
0: You're not supposed to be doing that.
1: And it's, it's against, it's, it is
0: actually against God yeah. to do things like that. I, I'm done. I'm done with these people. God. It's insane. And the fact that that, that this, this, this ego that is tied to like this sense that they are somehow superior than everyone else. Nobody wants to go to the heaven that you've created. Like go there. We don't wanna go there anyway. When you're like, oh, you're gonna go to hell. Thank God. If it's wherever it is it's away from you in the afterlife, that's where I wanna be. Yeah. The furthest fucking place. Ugh. Send me to the what a waste of, hell. of
1: fucking time. Shit. And also
0: it's a waste of
1: time. Like Monster for Liberty. Bitch, you got nothing else to do. Oh, they have God. nothing else
0: to do. God. Girl. <laughs> All right, so an uh Armstrong cited another rep, uh state rep Gloria Johnson, who said, quote. How can we keep a judge in place who sees herself as carrying out God's mission rather than carrying out the laws of the state? Hello. And again, <laughs> again, again, separation of church and state. Like these people, right? I hate saying that phrase, these people. Mm. But I'm going to say that, the, 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 that the, the, the fringe or whatever this, this amalgam <laughs> of Republicans is that exists today. Mm. You know, love to talk about the constitution, like you said at the top of the show. But they only, they're like, uh, like my mom's a cafeteria Catholic. I'm going to take what I like from it. They're cafeteria uh, constitutionists. Mm-hmm. That's what they are. Mm-hmm. They pick and choose and they manipulate it to their choosing. It's so stupid. And the other thing is, they think everybody's dumb. DeSantis thinks everybody's stupid. We see through his bullshit. We just, are, our hands are locked. Yeah. Well, we're you know so what fucked. I mean? We are so, tied. Yeah. So again, people across America, like, Get help help bring the fire hose we're burning all right sorry I'm I'm just so upset so in the end there were over 500 kids <gasps> get the fuck out. wrongly arrested oh my god no charges no sentence the aftermath according to ProPublica's Ken Armstrong due to the articles written okay regarding her actions again thank you investigative journalists thank you Writers like Ken Armstrong, her actions as a judge uh, and from pressure of some lawmakers who were putting together uh, like a petition to have her removed, she chose not to seek re-election and retire instead. Isn't that nice that she gets to do that? Here's her announcement. Quote, After prayerful thought and talking with my family, I have decided not to run for re-election after serving more than 22 years on the bench. I will always look back at my time as judge as one of the greatest honors of my life. And I'm so proud of what this court has accomplished in the last two decades and how it has positively affected the lives of young people and families in Rutherford County. I wish my successor the best and hope that this job provides the same fulfillment blah blah so blah. So God didn't blah, God didn't ask blah. her to
1: retire? God didn't ask her to not run for re-election. Well, so yeah, I mean if was he was in- doing,
0: I mean she's doing God's work, like what why retire, right? <sighs> I personally think she should face charges.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, there is a
0: change.org petition that I put in my uh show notes and It's from a couple years ago and they still are like looking for, and some people have signed it recently. Um, So they're looking uh, to have her charged and they want like a certain number. So please go on there and just like, you Mm. know, sign your name. Let's help them out. Um, The families of the victims who were falsely imprisoned filed a class action lawsuit against the County. And according to Alexis Marshall's and Emily signers, WPLN article, they got $6 million. Holy shit. So uh, money, you know, obviously can't heal damage done to these kids and families, but I really feel like they should have gotten more because with close to like 500 folks filing and the fees and whatnot, I think they said it's about 6000 to 10000 for a family, something like that, like at the end of the day. Um middle I, I like this aftermath. Uh Middle Tennessee State University no longer no longer allows davenport to work as an adjunct. They're like, oh, "Bye, we don't want you here." Good. Travis Lampley, a Republican, was elected in 22 as the, as the new ju- juvenile court judge. He promised uh to he has promised to restore confidence in the system. So let's hope for the kids sake that he can do that. And then um a couple points of in- interest. This bitch Hmm. according to her bio was named fellow by the center of juvenile justice reform at georgetown in dc but they revoked that shit bye Bye. Bye. i was like yes oh god it made me so happy because i'm like georgetown like here's georgetown
1: here's georgetown dear judge davenport Davenport, god told us
0: (laughs) you're not on a mission to work here so fuck you yes uh they yeah god's, god's Bye. like we don't have any time for you yeah hey. here's the here's the thing i also found funny yes she failed the bar exam what four <laughs> times <laughs> and finally passed it on the fifth try <laughs> Is this? She- <laughs> hey, oh my god i mean now i'm not trying to judge i'm not trying to judge people no, who fail. i we're mean bar, judging. bar exams hard but five times, um, girl. Judge
1: Davenport, God, um, God just whispered something in my ear. He said, "She's stupid."
0: Yeah. I mean, where was God? I mean, He didn't come. Like the light of God didn't shine yeah. down through your number two you the answers. through your number two pencil to help you bubble in that I don't test. Know, it's, God must not want <laughs> ma- me to pass right now. It must oh, be a my different God. mission. Uh, the other thing that was upsetting is that she was the first female judge to serve in Rutherford County. And like, you got to you know mess what? it all up. Yeah, we can't. You got to trash it. You know, it. This Thanks. Is it. Don't elect Thanks. women to be judges. Forget it. We can't do it. Well, don't elect, you know, these um, racist white. Biatches. Yeah. Yeah. The racist <laughs> white women. We can't have it. I'm sorry. No. Like, just Please. Um, uh, actor, uh, yeah. sorry, actor DL Hewley. Oh yeah. Uh, he spoke at middle Tennessee for black history month in 2022 and he was condemning the actions of the judge. Get it, bitch. Yeah. And not only that, he pointed out that there had to be a lot of folks out there yeah, looking the other way to allow this to go this on for so long. And he said that she should be jailed for her actions. Yeah. And I agree. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. This is the stuff like I would love to have him come on the show. Like, I mean, oh. I know we can't get big famous people like this, but like, you know, these are the important conversations. And yes, um, I am not a fan of like, oh, just because you're a celebrity, you should, you know, be elected president. Um, but you know, you do have a platform and um I think it's important to call shit out on your platform. Yes. There's a lot of people who aren't paying attention who like you and like they'll pay attention to that. You know what I mean? Yes. Also, what did he say about her oh that she should be jailed and that a lot of people were looking oh, turning the right. other way yes 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 yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I was gonna
1: say so when you're working in a courtroom like the court reporters and the the clerk and the bailiffs Please, all of those yes. people you work with stay in the courtroom with that they work like directly with that judge usually they stay in the same so people were watching this happen yeah. for a very long time and didn't say anything
0: oh my god and so they either agreed with her or they were too scared didn't
1: want to lose their job and said nothing right.
0: and that and, and like when 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 you, when you go through, um, I, again, I really encourage you to read, um, the ProPublica articles and you read through like the accounts from the kids, like what they say about how this impacted them. Like now that, you know, years have gone by and some of them who were in there for a long time and some of them who they felt like an animal, the the kids who were in solitary, like it's, it, this is, it's going to take a lot of work and yes, they won this class action lawsuit, but therapy is expensive. You know and what I mean? Some lifetimes, And, and how has this stunted them to go to college or try to be successful. You know, like this is on their academic record. Like there's so many roadblocks that have been put in front of them for kids who were wrongly accused. I was going to say, wrongly the, accused. the worst part is
1: like, even if a kid commits a real crime, that's also a cry for help. Yes. You know, it could be a socioeconomic thing. It doesn't matter what it is. The, the way that Especially the court a and the law old. should be handling children is not in this way. But then when you're also arresting kids who were standing there watching a fight, And putting them through this,
0: that's fucking, it's, It's they're non-crimes. It's, it's, uh, and I get it. I mean, what is it? They must have some law that's like a bystander law or like, you know what I mean? Like that, um, you know, uh, some States I think have that, like, if you witness something, like you're supposed to interact or I don't know. It's like the last episode of Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah. There's some kind of law, like, but these are again, children, like children aren't, their, their, their brain isn't developed, right? They don't know impulse control. Like they, you know what I mean? And to them, like it's fucked up, they grow up on these, um, phones you know like that's what they know to do like right. I, I don't know the whole thing is stupid and especially when the one girl who's on the stupid tape going no stop no she gets arrested i'm sorry all right that's my uh that's the story of the jail and judge jail and judge davenport well
1: are you ready yeah because i am doing oh like i said last week a ripe cunt <laughs> We got two cunts on the podcast today. Oh, these. And I'm not talking about the two of us. Oh, See you next Tuesday.
0: Hey. <laughs> Do you remember hey. that? See you next Tuesday. Girl, of course. Everybody knows that. Do you think kids today know that? Maybe. See, see you next Tuesday. Maybe. I'm going to ask my son. Okay.
1: <laughs> Let us know next week. Okay. Okay.
0: Hey, you there. We've got a question for you. Are you tired of clickbait stories and the loudest voices driving discussions and culture and entertainment? If so, I'm Dylan. I'm Kendall. And I'm Corey. And we host the podcast From the Middle. We're middle class guys living in the middle of America, in the middle chapters of our lives with points of view somewhere in the middle. We take a more reasonable and centrist approach in our discussions covering genres like comedy, culture, entertainment, and interviews with really interesting folks like business owners, comic creators, doctors, news anchors, New York Times best-selling illustrators, professional stand-up comics, and more. We really value a relaxed and conversational podcast, one that we hope is so fun and laid back, you'll forget you're not actually hanging out with us. So search at From the Mid Pod, just like it sounds, or check us out everywhere you can find podcasts.
1: I'm doing anti-LGBTQ loudmouth Anita Bryant. Oh my God. I cannot believe. We haven't done her. And let me tell you something else. This, like I said last week, it screams what's happening right now. Oh, I just saw something right about now. her. Like this, the, the shit she was saying is echoed today. And it's just like so lame that y'all can't come up with your own
0: bullshit. I wonder if, um, I saw something about her. You'll probably cover it.
1: Okay, so she was born in Barnesdale, Oklahoma. After her parents divorced, her father went into the US Army and her mother went to work for the Air Force Base, taking her children to live with the grandparents. So when she went to live with her grandparents at two years old, her fa- her grandfather taught her the song, Jesus Loves Me. Oh. And so she like, you know, of course falls in love with Jesus and singing and she starts be- singing at, at like the fairgrounds and all the stuff in Oklahoma. Okay, I mean to you whatever. Yeah. She sang occasionally on radio and television and was invited to audition uh, when Arthur Godfrey's talent show came to town and she became Miss Oklahoma in 1958 oh and was God. second runner-up in 1959 to the Miss America pageant at age 18. In 1960, she married Bob Green, a Miami disc jockey and had four children. Um she appeared early in her career on the NBC interview program "Here's Hollywood" and on the same network's uh, "The Ford Show" starring Tennessee Ernie Ford. Okay, so people, so she's known, yeah. Right? So she's like, like a, don't know who she is, yeah,
0: like a low-level celeb, yeah. and a local celeb,
1: maybe. Yeah. yeah. But in between 1964 and 69, Bryant performed at multiple White House functions, including both the Democratic Convention in Chicago and the Miami Republican Convention in 1968, which I think my mom was protesting outside <gasps> of, by the way. Yeah. From 1961 oh, yes. to six, until 1968, Bryant frequently joined Bob Hope on holiday tours for oh the USO. She again traveled with Hope for television televised shows during the Vietnam War. And uh, she had a moderate pop hit with the song Till There Was You in 1959. It only reached number 30 on the charts.
0: Well, still. I mean- uh,
1: and it was from the Broadway production of The Music Man. She also oh. had three hits that reached the top 20 in the US, uh, Paper Roses, In My Little Corner of the World, and Wonderland by Night. Um, and it sold. They sold like over a million copies, and they were got like a gold disc, you know, whatever. Okay, all right, Miss Singy Sing Sing. I don't want to talk about all the the things that she's accomplished. I just want to get into the dirt. All right. Uh, 1969, Bryant became a spokeswoman for the Florida Citrus Commission. And national and nationally televised commercials featured her singing "Come to the Florida Sunshine Tree" and stating the commercials' tagline: "Breakfast without orange juice is a day without sunshine." Oh. And later, the slogan became uh, "It just isn't for breakfast anymore." Yeah.
0: Whatever. Yeah, well, at uh, Desantis, we have a citrus crisis in this state. What are you doing about it? Yeah, it's not the Florida, not a breakfast without orange juice. Yeah. In addition, during that
1: time, she appeared in advertisements for Coca Cola, Kraft Foods, Holiday Inn, and Tupperware. In the nineteen okay. seventies, Bryant teamed up with Disney character Orange Bird, with whom she appeared in several orange juice commercials. You know that little bird? The or- the head looks like an orange, kind of. No,
0: I don't. I don't think. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> maybe it, maybe like it had to orange. be there yeah.
1: <laughs> she also sang the orange bird song and narrated what the orange the? bird record album The hell with is music written orange by the bird. Brothers. I, I, I,
0: damn it i should put it in my notes i should put a picture i wonder if she sang the commercial that i still remember when i w- lived in pennsylvania oh, the song that you you've sung on the yeah. podcast before yeah come to florida right now I, I do you know the rest uh when you need it bad we've got it good when you need a fuck, come to Florida. No, don't come, yeah. don't, <laughs> bitch. Away. The traffic is bad.
1: Say the oh, fuck out, traffic, girl, motherfuckers. I <laughs> am like what,
0: what, an eight-minute ride oh, to you your try house? Trying to come down uh, this intersection over here? Let me tell you, the other day, <laughs> I had to bring my son swimming. Yeah, forty-five minutes. Yeah. It took me to get from my house to here yeah 45 minutes listen first of all did you come through Pomp- did you come through pompano no i made the mistake of going down federal and oh okay god. i was gonna
1: say if you had come this way it would have been even worse because they have that whole intersection blocked it's a up. mess people are out of their
0: fucking minds. and all i see is high rise high rise high rise yeah. i'm like well we are They're building screwed. another one right here yes. in my neighborhood yes build-
1: but there's another one gonna go up that's not even started yet oh where that, ch- that old church is <laughs> okay all she right this also- podcast is getting out of control god damn it bridgers Richards. Get on, get back on topic. <laughs> All right. Damn it. Will you take me to space with oh, you? I mean, look how We're going to go to space look later, how baby. Cute. Oh, oh. hey. How cute. <laughs> hey. Will you sleep with me tonight? Oh, but look how cute,
0: adorable. You're going to to hold on that to me. Big, <laughs> With that big helmet. You're going to have to hold on to me. You know I'm what they op- say? Big helmet, big <gasps> cock.
1: <laughs> 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 Will you sleep with me tonight? Yeah, oh. but you're going to have to hold on to me because I'm going to float away. Oh. Oh. I'm already going to be floating. oh, <laughs> This is the best. Balloon is a trip. Okay, so she also published her cookbook, Bless This Food, the Anita uh. Bryant family cookbook, described as quote, much more than a cookbook. This is a story of a family devoted to Christ. God that doesn't sound like it's delicious. Imagine those four kids. They're like, get me the fuck That's out. like raisins in the potato salad oh. kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Bryant sang mm. the battle hymn of the republic during the halftime show of the Super Bowl what five that can't be five what's v is that five? five yeah in 1971 and at the graveside services for president of the united states and big dick aficionado oh, shit. lyndon b johnson Same. in 1973
0: this girl got around shit.
1: lyndon b johnson would go like this
0: <laughs> put his dick right out on the table so no he used Woo. it as a lasso to like yeah. Yeah,
1: bring those girls Excuse in. me, president johnson what gives you the right to take us to vietnam Pulls his dick out in front of the press. This is why. On the plane. Uh, Let's can, not let, forget that I story. Know. He pulls his pants on, shows everybody his giant cock. Can you imagine that? I've said cock twice on the podcast I know. Today, or three times now. Hey, who's got a picture? Someone's like, it's wait, my that, does anyone have a picture of this? Can
0: we verify this? Oh, honey. I think he did. Remember, he said it was very yeah. intimidating. Like he had BDE. I know, but so who's got the, where are the Polaroids? Hmm. They're in a box in someone's attic. You know, there's a box in someone's attic. Oh. Of these pics of, of LBJ, G- B- yeah.
1: Mm. BJ.
0: <laughs> BJ Bridgers. <laughs> hey. Oh, my God. Okay, oh, sorry, oh, sorry, 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 <laughs> sorry. We're going off the
1: rails. He's best known, uh, or Bryant is known for her anti-gay rights activism. So here we are. Fucking go on march 23rd 1969 bryant participated in rally for decency at the orange bowl to protest an incident involving jim morrison and the doors performance (laughs) in miami florida in 1969 Uh, this is very famous famous, yeah jim morrison was known for being high as fuck and drunk on stage and he'd take all his clothes off well this was happening like all these different venues and he comes to miami and the police were there and yeah. they said to him, "Keep the motherfucking pants on, bitch." And he
0: was all fucked up, and he pulled that
1: dick out. I, I mean, mean, I'm
0: sorry. I know you don't like Jim Morrison. Yeah, I, I hate think he's. I fucking hate. I him. I think he's hot, and no. I would have been. like, get me front stage. Put yeah. <laughs> me right there. Let Could me you see imagine this Eddie Vedder pulled his dick out on stage. Girl,
1: <sighs> Tina would be fighting people. To get up front stage. <laughs> Give me that dick. But like this. But yeah, that's the thing. I was I, when I was reading this, I was like, <laughs> I was like, who cares about Jim Morrison's dick? But you know, also. What is with people who get high and drunk, and all of a sudden it's like I want you to, I need to like free my body. I mean, well, yeah. All right, never mind. i have talking to one who sorry. used to be like this. Well, so what was it like? You're just like, fuck it. Who cares? What? Like, like free your body?
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, well, that might be a Patreon. <laughs> She's a grown-ass
1: woman. She's not going to talk about this in public. Come on. So in 1977, (laughs) 1977, Dade County, uh, Florida, passed an ordinance. It's Miami-Dade now, but it was Dade County at the time. Passed an ordinance sponsored by Bryant's former friend, Ruth Shack, that prohibited discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation. Great. We don't want to... Discriminate against people because they're gay. It's 1977. Right. Gay rights is fucking firing up. People, AIDS, the AIDS crisis has started. Yeah, and this woman takes it upon herself to. do it. So she's used to be friends with Brian, and Brian fucking loses her mind, and she leads a highly publicized campaign to repeal the ordinance as the leader of a coalition. A
0: coalition she named Save Our Children. Oh, God, I'm so sick of this. Save Our Children again can we go look at the churches, can we go look at the churches and look at, and, and I'm not saying this about there, there are so many good, you know, youth pastors and ministers and all of that in the world, but churches, Catholic church alone, the Catholic church alone, and these other like Jesus camp things where all of this damaging stuff is happening and, and, and rapes are happening. Spend your time there. The campaign was based on conservative Christian beliefs
1: regarding the sinfulness of homosexuality and the proposed threat of homosexual recruitment of children and child molestation. That the, the homosexuals are the child molesters.
0: I, it, it doesn't it doesn't me. I never have me. understood I, the I don't,
1: trying to connect pedophilia with homosexuality. I, I
0: don't get it either.
1: Homosexuals like grown adults. Yeah. Pedophiles like As children. Those
0: are two different things. I, I don't get it. Two different groups of people. I, I just don't get it. And like, I th- what, they're afraid like, oh, if it's a gay man and a boy, like something's going to happen. Oh, she's like, going to get into it. But, but what about a, a grown woman and a boy? No, no, no. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, I don't understand. Like, there's n- just like a grown woman and a, a, and a boy or a grown man and a girl. With, it doesn't make any sense. Because they only, they're only they only thinking about sex. <sighs> they're
1: not thinking about people, like adults. You know what they're I mean? Weird. So she stated, quote, what these people really want, hidden behind obscure legal phrases, is the legal right to propose to our children that theirs is an acceptable alternative, alternate way of life. I will lead such a crusade to stop it as this country has not seen before, end quote. And she guess, does. Guess what? And it is does. acceptable. How about that? She also perpetuated the idea of the gay community recruiting children through child abuse to become homosexuals themselves. Yeah. When Shaq and other leaders refused to vote in opposition to the ordinance as per her request, she pleaded with families directly. And she said, quote, the recruitment of our children is absolutely necessary for the survival and growth of homosexuality. For since homosexuals cannot reproduce, they must recruit, must freshen their ranks. And mm. the big campaign be- uh, marked the beginning of an organized opposition to gay rights that spread across the nation. So she's the mother of this movement jerry falwell senior went to miami to help bryant we all know about that motherfucker who should also be covered on the podcast she made the following statements during the campaign quote as a mother i know that homosexuals cannot biologically reproduce children therefore they must recruit our children and she said quote if gays are granted rights next we'll have to give rights to prostitutes to people who sleep with saint bernards and nail biters end quote she also said, "Quote: All America and all the world will hear what the people have said, and with God's continued help, we will prevail in our fight to repeal similar similar laws throughout the nation." End quote.
0: It's 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 they view homosexuality as deviant, mm-hmm. and then they lump it in with anything else that they deem deviant behavior, and it's and, and in their mind, it's all the same. That's what right. it is, right? The name of the campaign
1: had to be changed to, quote, protect America's children is what it was called because of legal action by the Save the Children Foundation. Oh, (laughs) yeah. I was going to (laughs) say. Protect America's children. Again, Uh, who the fuck asked you? No one asked you. Who the fuck asked you to pick up
0: the the fucking mantle and and become the fucking spokesperson for this? But guess what? I don't need your help protecting my children, motherfucker. But not for nothing. I feel like we need to take this name because- now children yeah. do need protected they, yeah. they have no access to intellectual discourse they cannot have freedom of expression they cannot have freedom of their sexuality. they cannot talk about their families like the, these are we're harming you guys are harming children. On June 7th, 1977 Bryant's campaign led to
1: repe- led to the, a repeal of the anti-discrimination ordinance by a margin of 69 to 31 percent. They put it on the ballot. And they had people vote and it was repealed. However, the success of Brian's campaign galvanized her opponents and the gay community retaliated Woo! against her by forming the Coalition for Human Rights and the Miami Victory Campaign, who organized a boycott of orange juice. Oh Let me tell you I what the goosebumps. gays. Let me tell you what the gays did. Are you fucking ready for this? This I is love- the tea, bitch. This fucking <gasps> shit gave, me-, it the gave gays me life for everything. Mm. Mm, mm. gay bars all over North America, stop serving screwdrivers, <gasps> which is orange juice vodka, yeah? yeah? And replace them with what they called the Anita Bryant cocktail. No. Which was made with vodka and apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you know, this did, by the way, fuck totally did damage the orange juice uh, business.
0: It's all about them pocketbooks, okay. right? It's all about the money. It's Loved all it. about the money. Love, love can love. we can we kind of learn from this and like yeah. it, it do something in Florida, yeah. hit uh, people where it
1: hurts? Yeah. Also, merchandise such as buttons, bumper stickers, and T-shirts with slogans such as "quote A day without human rights is like a day without sunshine." <gasps> we're, we're sold to push the anti discrimination movement this. further. This is like her, her you know, I orange want this shirt. A day without oranges is a day without sunshine. A day Ooh, without human we, fucking can rights. Can we make?
0: Can we make a, our a muck version of that?
1: Yeah, I love it. <gasps> bold. I'm making it bold in there. Sales and proceeds went to gay rights activists to help fund their fight against Bryant and her campaign. Bryant became one of the first persons to be publicly assaulted by being pied as a political act. <laughs> Have you seen this uh, video? No. Oh uh, my God. Pie in the face. Pie in the fucking face. During a television appearance in Iowa on October, October 4th, 1977, Bryant was assaulted by a pie thrown by, by no! her by Tom L. Higgins. I mean, she's talking and he's like, <laughs> boom, right in the fucking face. Oh, one of my little friends kind of pie? Do we know what kind of pie? okay here we go bryant quipped quote at least it's a fruit pie making a pun at or on the derogatory slur of fruit for a gay man while covered in pie after the assault she began to pray to god (laughs) to forgive the activist (laughs) for his deviant lifestyle before bursting into tears Uh, as the (laughs) camera continued rolling bryant's (laughs) husband said that he would not retaliate but follow the protesters outside and threw a pie at them (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> by this time, gay activists ensured that the boycott in Florida orange juice had become more prominent and was supported by many celebrities, including Paul Williams, Vincent Price, and Jane Fonda. <gasps> Johnny Carson also made Brian a regular target of ridicule in his nightly monologues. Hi. In 1978, Brian and Bob Green told their story of their campaign in a book called At Any Cost. Guess what? It costs her snooze. And it costs her everything. Snoozer. It costs her everything. Good. The gay community continued to regard Bryant's name as synonymous with bigotry and homophobia. Her name became a call to action for gay rights activists and motivated many to picket her events, host anti-Bryant protests across the country, and increase attendance in and frequency of pride marches. So anytime she went to like do a performance, there was a fucking storm of gays outside with like... She's a bigot. She's a yeah. bigot, and people didn't want to book her anymore. Like she became they, a target. Oh, of I like, love
0: this. I love this. So much, I love so this. Much. I love this. This is what we need. But this of course, is she, the energy we need. She
1: thinks she's doing the right thing, so she leads several more campaigns around the country to repeal local anti-discrimination ordinances, including campaigns in St. Paul, Minnesota, Wichita, Kansas, and Eugene, Oregon. In 1978, her success led to the Briggs Initiative in California, which would have made pro-gay statements regarding homosexual people or homosexuality by any public school employee cause for dismissal. This is don't say gay. They called it the Briggs Initiative. In 1978, they were trying to do this in California. This is what she was doing there. So nobody working in a school could talk about gay. This is all repeated bullshit, by the way. Okay? But- Grassroots liberal organizations, which we don't have very strong groups here in Florida, treat chiefly, in Los a- uh, chiefly in Los Angeles and the San Francisco Bay area, organized to defeat the initiative. Days before the election, the California Democratic Party opposed the proposed election, which by the way, in 1978, gay wasn't like, you know, there wasn't like today, a party who was yeah. supporting gay community. So right. the, the they- fact that this party came out for, to against this was huge, right? President Jimmy Carter, Governor Jerry Brown, former President Gerald Ford, and former governor of California, Ronald Reagan, then planning a run for presidency, all voiced opposition to the initiative, and it ultimately suffered a massive defeat at the polls, which is what we need. We need Bipartisan this. support right. to defeat this stuff. We need right. people coming out and saying, no, no, no. But we're so divided now. It is incredible how divided we are. I know. It's really sad because we weren't always like this. No. In 1998, the Miami-Dade uh, County Commission narrowly reinstated the ordinance protecting individual individuals from discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation by a narrow vote of 7 to 6. So 20 21 years later, they finally allow this back up, but think about how progressive Miami was to have that in the first place in the 70s, yeah. you know? In 2002, a ballot initiative to repeal the 1998 law called Amendment 4 was voted down by 56% of the voters in Miami-Dade. So they again put it on the ballot and the People there, of course, are like, hell no, we're keeping it. In 2021, Bryant's granddaughter, Sarah Green, came out publicly on an episode of Slate's one-year podcast series by announcing her pending marriage to a woman, (gasps) although she was having difficulty deciding whether she should invite her grandmother to the ceremony.
0: Okay. Oh, this is the thing. Like, everybody knows someone who... Is part of the LGBTQ plus community. Everybody knows someone who has had an abortion. Everybody knows someone who, um, you know, even on the fringe level, has been impacted by gun violence. Like we all know people that are being impacted by these things. Like, what are we doing? Like, think about the people within your own life and the harm you're doing to the people that you love. If it's got to come to that, you know what I mean? Yeah. These are people you supposedly love. And also
1: like I think about my children and I know that I'm open-minded and liberal right. or whatever, but like, we don't know what are what will happen with our children. We don't. And they don't know yet. Like I know our uh, well, our kids are our, young. My kids are both going through, you know, they're at the age yeah. where things, they're trying to figure things out or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, you better stay open because there's going to be a day that they could
0: judge you. Right. And you want to make sure that those are people who are going to accept you. And I'm going to tell you like uh, to the, to the end of the world and back and more for my kids. I don't care what they come to me and say. I would never in a million years make my children feel like they are not safe or are not loved. Never. Ever. And and all these God-fearing people. What is that? Yeah, you got to be really what careful. You got
1: to be really, really careful.
0: These are your children. Oh, dude. So-
1: like I said, this yeah. she loses everything. Good. The fallout from Bryant's political activism hurt her business and entertainment career. In February 1977, the Singer Corporation rescinded an offer to sponsor an upcoming weekly variety show because of the quote extensive national publicity arising yeah. from controversial political activities." End quote. 1977. Yeah. They don't want to see your stupid show, Bryant. Go marriage- on the what is that? The Truth Network. Go there. Yeah. Here's my favorite. You ready for my favorite <gasps> fucking part of the whole thing? Uh, the best. Bryant's marriage to Bob Green also failed at this time. And in 1980, she divorced him, citing emotional abuse and latent suicidal thoughts. Green refused to accept this, saying that his fundamentalist religious beliefs did not recognize civil divorce and that she was still his wife in God's eyes. Uh Uh-oh. No. Nightmare. Yeah. In 2007, Green stated, quote, so somebody they did an interview with him in this like Miami paper. <laughs> this is 2007 and they were asking about all this stuff and he and they're like do you blame the gay people for like she lost her career and he he said quote blame gay people I do their stated goal was to put her out of business and destroy her career and that's what they did and it's unfair end quote. It was her. She was trying, (laughs) but they were trying to destroy her career. She was trying to destroy their rights. Yes. She was trying to say that they they did not deserve the same rights that she had. Sorry that they retaliated against her. Yeah. You know, you want Yeah. yeah. Her fucking shenanigans. But you know what? You want to roll the (laughs) dice and be a fucking
0: uh, bigot out loud and proud. Whoa. Be
1: prepared to lose your fucking shit. Yeah.
0: So uh, there's an anti-hate rally (sighs) in South Florida. Illinois, uh, there's like four states. South Florida is one of them. There is an anti-hate rally by white supremacists occurring. Like they have police presence at synagogues across South Florida today because of potential violence. DeSantis will say nothing. Oh, please. He'll say nothing. He'll He's say the nothing. biggest racist he says of them nothing all. About any allegedly. Of he never
1: says anything about it. What, what a fucking leader this is. Anyway, the fucking husband's all bent out of shape. Yeah. Some Christian, here's- Wait, the, are they still married or did no they divorce? they got divorced. So here's, oh, here's okay. the tea, here's the tea. Some Christian fundamentalist audiences and venues shunned Brian after her divorce. Right? Not acceptable. Yeah. Because she was no longer invited to appear at their events, she lost a major source of income. The Florida Citrus Commission also allowed her contract to lapse after the divorce, stating that Brian had worn out as a spokesperson. Ooh, girl, ooh worn out that is to say about a lady that ain't nice mm
0: -mm. bryant
1: rapidly became an object of ridicule as her image shifted from being a model christian spokeswoman to that of a self-righteous bigot
0: oh well sorry about it sorry about it we reap what we sow isn't that what the bible says oh i think that god did say that (laughs) i know he said
1: that i don't know about all the other missions he's sending people on but that fucking shit sounds right the decline of her reputation was aided by the tonight show host johnny carson and other talk show hosts and comedians as they mocked her and her actions to the greater public this led to many of her endorsements being canceled and sponsors to drop her from their labels as she seemed to be a liability to them because guess what corporate
0: america corporate greed they don't care they care. About they don't the care. Line, All bitch. they want is that money. Yeah.
1: With three of her four children, she moved from Miami to Selma, Alabama, and later to <laughs> Atlanta, Georgia. In a 1980 Ladies' Home Journal article, she said, and I fucking quote, "Oh God, the church needs to wake up and find some way to cope with divorce and women's problems." End quote.
0: So people got to change for you, but you can't change for nobody.
1: <laughs> I mean, the hypocrisy of There's this. There's no self reflection happening. The worst part, too, the thing that always blows my mind is they think there aren't gay Christians. I know you think there's people sitting next to you in church that aren't fucking gay. Give me a break. There There are 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 so so many many people that gay people who are religious and have their faith. Yeah, there's a contestant right now. I'm watching season uh, 12 of Drag Race, and there's someone on there right now who's um, I forgot which. It's Christian, but she was like. She goes, I'm religious. Jesus is great, but no pressure. Like, you know what I mean? This is like, there's, but they're trying to, but now of course, what you need to rethink how you think about divorced women. Oh, really? Oh, because you,
0: you're you comfortable. Yeah, because yeah, now your life has yeah. been disrupted right. by the, your judgments of the yeah. church.
1: I forgot you're a white woman. We all should be bending to right. your fucking will. I
0: love that. Like now, now God's law has to change because it doesn't fit your story yeah. anymore.
1: <laughs> Bryant then also commented in the article on her anti-gay views and said, quote, I'm more inclined to say live and let live. Just don't flaunt it or try to legalize it, end quote in 2012 interview her son Robert Green Jr. said quote she would be putting a lot more energy into fighting gay rights if she felt as strongly as she did end quote like she's not really in it anymore uh bryant married her second husband charlie hobson dry in 1990 and the couple tried to reestablish her music career in a series of small venues they opened anita bryant's music mansion in tennessee and the establishment combined uh bryant's performances of her successful songs from early in her career with a quote lengthy segment in which she preached
0: her christian beliefs end quote nobody wants to hear it girl (laughs) the venture
1: was the venture was not successful
0: (laughs) i mean why couldn't you just stick to the playing the guitar whatever the hell she did like and sing a song (laughs) why are you the 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 god stuff is what destroyed you like what are you doing (laughs) it's so stupid
1: people just don't hear that train coming you know they're on the tracks and they're just like let's just keep going yeah. <laughs> Jesus. the venture was not successful successful and the music mansion which had missed m- uh, many payrolls <laughs> filed for bankruptcy in 2001 with bryant and dry leaving behind a series of unpaid employees and creditors bryant also spent part of the 19 90- the 90s in branson branson missouri where the state and federal governments both filed liens claiming more than one hundred sixteen thousand dollars in unpaid taxes so they're stiffing the government
0: now. Mm.
1: Brian and Dry also filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy in Arkansas in 1997 after piling up bills from a failed Anita, Anita Bryant show in Eureka Springs. Among the debts was more than $172,000, about $290,000 today in unpaid state and federal taxes.
0: What are you doing?
1: Yeah. Girl. So she's basically living quietly. You better put now. that song on Spotify or something. <laughs> Try to get some money.
0: <laughs> you can get a, a quarter
1: of a penny off of this song when somebody
0: listens to it. to oh that's God. Anita Bryant. You know, I I I'm kind of stuck on something you said like way earlier. What? Um, because you know, with a campaign like this, right, it's all about like trying to have a calculated move to enforce legislation or put bills up and and you telling me that DeSantis has a book coming out. Yeah. It, it, it's giving me flashbacks of your uh uh newt gingrich oh, sort wait. of pamphlet yes uh it that it, it's giving me like, that's what
1: the book is supposedly like, like. it's
0: a plan it's a right. it's a plan it says this is what i did yeah, in florida the, the and plan. this is how
1: we can apply it okay so nationwide. democrats
0: where's our book mm. where is our book girl Please, where where is there one person in the democratic party that uh,
1: can't put a plan together Here's what Democrats do. the Last week of, week of October before an election, they get on their knees and they say, all right, help us. <laughs> That's their plan. Let's
0: fucking toss a coin and see what the fuck happens. Oh my God. I can't. That's what they do. All right, well. Hey. Oh, I have, do you want to do the book quote? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. want to read oh, it? This was a huge success. People loved it, by They the did? Way. Fucking A. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and do this you wanna, is something wanna, we should be doing. Do you want to read it? Oh yeah, I'll read okay, it. Okay, this is uh, from The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, oh, yeah.
1: I hope I, like it. I hope I read it with the right, the same, and the right inflection. I know you do a little. Do I? Yeah, you, you, it's very much my mother. You know, my mother's an English major. Oh, <gasps> uh, she just shit herself her.
0: Yeah, she just shit herself. Can I talk to your mom about books? Oh, please. She would love it.
1: <gasps> okay. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> I was so excited to hear that. This is from what? Oh, the hand. The Handmaid's okay. Tale. Margaret so Atwood. today's Mux band book moment is from The hands- Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> and tina had to pull it because i don't read books well i banned books too but not because I, of anything controversial i just don't like to read honey <laughs> you oh. break my heart <laughs> i say my heart is upset bre- tina. breaking <laughs> don't shatter my heart okay. okay we were the people who were not in the papers we lived in the blank white spaces at the edges of print it gave us more freedom we lived in the gaps between the stories
0: isn't that so good so good so beautiful so beautiful and 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 i feel like that's where we are where we're gonna end up being we got to figure it out nobody's
1: coming no one's coming this is it you know i hate to sound doom and gloom but listen i i I don't know what else we're supposed to do i'm really at a loss there's no current party here I mean, leader aside, who's ever gonna get elected today? We don't have a party. They have a hell of a job on their hands. And whoever it is out of these two women, they have to fight to unite the party. And everybody who's supporting somebody, the person that's, that loses, whoever yeah, that may you be- you gotta get on board with you whoever. You gotta get your shit together. Because I'm gonna get on board with whoever. Uh, me too. And let me tell you something else. Your ego and what you think is power because you run a club or a caucus or your committee person, you are a fucking nobody. <laughs> You need to understand that the work you're doing are for the kids who can't get these books, are for the kids that have to stay in the closet, are for the kids who can't afford to get lunch at school, or for the teachers who are scared to teach because they might get shot or they'll get fired for, for expressing an opinion that's against the, the gov, what the governor doesn't follow. That's who you're fighting for. That's who you're working for. You are nobody. You are working for everybody else. That's your job. Fucking do your job. It's not about you. It's not about who's going to be uh, get get to do the interviews and puts the quotes out and responds yeah.
0: response to Desantis and whatever. Stop the shenanigans. Get we, the fuck to work. And 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 please, I, I don't know. There's got. We have to have some brilliant minds in this party. We have to have some strategists in this party that can. Be. We need a Democratic you know, Newt Gingrich. We need a Democrat Desantis. Someone that has a very clear simple plan because republicans run on simplicity they run on the simplicity of ideas and we need something similar because like if it's too convoluted people check out right so like can we just focus on the economy like like that's the thing we need to focus on jobs economy like you know those are the things especially in this state when we are all suffering
1: people are losing their homes we are dude.
0: losing our homes and there's nowhere to rent the rent is twice as expensive it's,
1: It's a goddamn catastrophe. Not to mention, then you got hurricanes (laughs) over your head. You know what I mean? Like we're coming back up on hurricanes. I know. And it's, it's, we're stressed out. And then what? And so my, uh, my also thing to the FDP and, and anybody working inside any party on any fucking level, any part of the democratic party, we need honesty and truth. We don't have time to glad hand our friends. If your friend is running the party or is a committee person or is a leader, any part of the party anywhere, be honest with them. Yeah. Be honest with them and tell them you're not capable of doing this or here's the things we should be focusing on and I'm gonna recruit five people to come with me but I need you to follow this plan. People don't come into the party because the party doesn't do
0: work. And I would love, I would love to go to, um I would love to go to a a Broward Dems party meeting and have someone with a PowerPoint that is like, here is our five point plan for this set number of, you know what I mean? Like, this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. Like, what is the strategic plan? I want to see it so I can go, okay, step one, this is what we're going to do. Step two is this. Like, I want to see the tier. I want to know, I I want something. And there's got to be someone that can put something very clear and simple for us to do as calls to action, as something
1: they have, that is very you know, let's, clear. Let's be. Let's be. Cl- let, let me be clear. They have plans. They don't execute them. And I have to say but this. I, I, and I am going to say this because I'm sure people from the party listen. And this is not an attack on any of you. Because here's the thing: there's women that work in that party that do the work. There's a lot of women doing the work. There's people up yeah. like like you pull back the curtain on any fucking yeah. organization. There's women who are up who are the strong ones who are doing the work, upholding the men. And so maybe they should, get, yeah. they should get the fuck out of the way. But here's the thing. They can't put a budget out correctly. I know I don't go to the meetings, but I hear about it. And if you can't put a budget out correctly, how are you going to execute a plan? You, anybody can write a plan. Anybody can do that. Yeah. But you got to do the work. Yeah. And, when, and, and, Rick, and the steps. Rick, who is the chair in Broward, put this, you know, I went to the FTP website and I read about all the candidates and his thing, his plan sounds great. But I'd like you to see you do that in Broward. Like, is that too much to ask? That we do that in Broward and not blame the state for not giving us money, not blame people for not showing up and volunteering, not blaming Democrats who didn't come out to vote.
0: Like, what are we doing to execute the plan that you already have? Right, if Dems didn't come out to vote, it's because we didn't do enough to get Dems to come out to vote. I don't want to hear
1: another goddamn motherfucker on any level of this party pointing a finger at somebody else. Stop it, stop it. You are unappealing as a party. Nobody gives a fuck. And you, if you haven't, we got goddamn Ron DeSantis for four years just now. We got him for another four years. If you can't sell his bad legislation, how it's crushing every goddamn person here, you are fucking losers. How could you not sell that message? I know. He's literally fucking killing us. (sighs) Oh, I I thought I didn't scream on the podcast anymore, but here I am with my blood pressure.
0: Happy birthday. Oh, I'm gonna, we're going to
1: end the podcast with me doing a twirl in this fucking dress, bitch. Cause, uh, guess what? Because guess what? This is her 45th year on the planet. Look at this beautiful, beautiful, this bitch beautiful, is going beautiful, to crush beautiful, it. She's going to
0: crush it. Beautiful, beautiful right, queen. Here,
1: here comes my twirl. <gasps>
0: <laughs> I'm so excited. I don't give a fuck Let's anymore. <laughs> end it. Let's end it with a twirl. Okay. We need this. Oh,
1: let me put my crown back on.
0: We need a twirl.
1: Let's go, Bridgers. Uh,
0: all right. Are we ready? Are we ready, podcast fam? Oh, yay! I see the spin. I see the fringe. I see it all. It's beautiful.
1: Yes! My whole day is going to be doing this. I love it. I love it. I love it.
0: All right. Happy That's birthday. That's it. Thank you, Tina. Thank <gasps> you for my record. I love it so much. <laughs> All
1: right. <I'm> bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, my, oh God. my God.
0: If you want to learn more about this week's guests, please go to our website, www.themuckpodcast.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Muck Podcast and on our Twitter at muckpodcast. To support the Muck
1: Podcast, please visit our Patreon page. We have three levels of support with exclusive content Muckraker, Policy Wonk, or Bleeding Heart. We can't do this without you.